Hey, hey everybody, Lainey Sullivan with Events by Lainey. We are back today and we're talking about venue selection. Now there's a lot to cover in venue selection, so there's no way to get it all done in five minutes. Depending on the size of your event, you may be able to hold your event at a hotel, but you also may find a retreat center or Airbnbs or lodges or cabins. There's there's so many different types of venues that you can utilize for your event. Now today we're not gonna talk about accommodations, but accommodations and food and beverage impact the cost of your meeting space. But today we're just going to talk about the venue. You're always going to work with an on-site venue coordinator. At different venues, their title may vary, so don't be thrown off if you get a site manager, a venue manager, a sales manager, meeting planner, event planner, not your event planner, but the venue's event planner, etc, etc. Just understand that whoever you end up working with, whatever their title is, they're going to be your representative as you plan your event at their venue. Understand that when you work with a representative of the venue, they are not your event planner or coordinator. They're of course going to help you because they know their venue like the back of their hand, but they're always going to work on behalf of their venue and they're going to do everything in their power to protect their interests, which is protect their venue. Here's another tip. Remember that you're dealing with human beings. You're dealing with people. So be polite and professional. People are more willing to help you when you're in a bind and if you've treated them with kindness. So don't be a jerk or a jackass to your venues and vendors. One of the big things when you choose your venue is the transportation. How far is the venue or the hotel from the airport? If it's too far and it makes it too expensive, attendees are not going to want to travel overland for hours at a time from the airport to the hotel. So take into consideration when you choose your venues what that transportation looks like and what the cost will be and whether you're going to pass that cost on to your attendees or whether you're going to pick up that cost. Let's cover food and beverage. Food and beverage at a hotel is going to eliminate or reduce, depending on how you set it up, the cost of your meeting rooms. If you do food and beverage at a Airbnb or at a lodge or cabins or a smaller venue where they don't have a kitchen or staff on site, you're going to have to bring in an outside catering company or a restaurant to, to handle your food and beverage. But if you're doing it through a hotel, you can negotiate the contract to reduce and eliminate your meeting room space with the food and beverage costs. We'll cover that more in a later audio. When choosing your venue, think about your event setup and staging. Does the event provide staging, AV, lighting, etc.? Some do, some don't. Again, depending on the type of venue that you're looking at and the type of venue that you want to create and the space that you want to create. Some venues will have it, some venues won't. If you want staging and lighting and rigging, the venue normally has on-site services provided or they'll have a contracted provider for you to use. There may be an additional opportunity for you to select your own vendors, but that's part of your negotiation process with each venue. Take note that when you're working with a venue, they may require that you use their preferred vendors and you won't have a choice about it. So just make sure that you ask that question it's part of the checklist that I have that you ask the question, who are their preferred vendors? Are you allowed an option to work with outside vendors? Because sometimes they'll charge you an additional fee if you're bringing in your own vendors. Not always, but you want to make sure that you know exactly what your costs are going to be or penalties will be if you bring in an outside vendor. All right, so here's an example for you. An event creator I know, she's running an event in the spring of 2018. She wanted to have Wi-Fi at the event. Well, the venue is going to charge her $4,000 in Wi-Fi costs $4,000 for Wi-Fi, or she can bring in her own supplier. So she can choose, and I don't know all the terms of it, I don't recall all the terms of their contract, but she can choose to either go with the $4,000 Wi-Fi cost, 
or she can bring in her own vendor. She still has to pay a fee to bring in her own vendor to the venue and she has to pay the provider, but it's still most likely going to be cheaper than paying the $4,000 to the venue. You have some options like that, but pay attention to these costs because they do, they do rack up really fast. So when you're shopping for a venue and when you're doing site checks, there's really a lot to cover. I haven't even covered probably a 10th of the items that I go through when I work with a venue and when I'm talking to a venue. So what I have done is I've given you guys a quick start venue checklist. You can go over to eventsbylaney.com slash knowledge base and get the quick start checklist. Guys, this has been good. There's so much information. There's like I said, no way I could cover it all, but drop your questions in. I'd love to hear from you what you've got, what questions you have. I'm happy to answer them and I'll see you on the next episode.